to another episode of Protein Ramblings and our never-ending journey through Jason the Wheel Warriors. Once again, I'd like to send a huge shout out to DJ Soul Machine. Thank you for the intro music. Do check him out. Links as per usual in the show notes and on our website. And join as usual for this long journey by Naomi. Hello. And we've got Mark as well. Howdy. Up front, because we always forget to do this, our social media. Anyone wants to get in touch with us, Facebook slash Protein Ramblings, at Protein Ramblings on Twitter, at Protein Ramblings on Instagram, Protein Ramblings on Tumblr, and email the team at proteinramblings.com. And yep. there's the Facebook discussion group as well. Oh, yeah, and the Facebook disp- discussion. Discussion. Discussion group, which obviously I don't take part in because I can't talk. <laughs> uh, no, the Facebook discussion group, Protein Ramblings discussion group. So that's all our social media out the way. So we're back. We've watched another five episodes of Jace, what I like to call the trap saga. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we'll get into that as we uh, as we go through. So we're kicking off this time. We've done like episodes 11 through to 15. Episode 11 is Frostworld or aka Hoth 2. Is, there are two kinds of planets in Jace's universe. There are sand planets and there are ice planets. Tatooine and Hoth. That's it. They're just hopping back and forth. But I'm not convinced they're not just going to the same planets, but landing on different bits of them. <laughs> That's the ultimate, the ultimate thing that Herc has just been driving them around in circles the entire time. <laughs> oh no, we're definitely in the Delta Quadrant now, I promise. It's always just disturbing that they have a single environment for the entire planet. Yeah. There's no biomes at all. It's always one, just plain, everything's ice. Apart from the fish episode, which has got the two biomes, and if they mix, it's toxic and everyone <laughs> dies. <laughs> This is why we only got one biome and all the other planets. Coming, coming soon later in this episode. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it when it comes to it. So uh, with episode 11, we open up with... Do they follow up on the coordinates from episode I 10? I know, the teleporting they guy. Do not. I was so excited coming into this. And did, did they? Did they follow? Fuck. Who knows? Oh no! But they never—they never really alluded to it. No. They never so mentioned maybe. it because we open up with uh, them getting a distress signal from a hot blonde. Uh, I forget what was her name. Cirilla. Uh, Cer- Cirilla. Cirilla. Who's basically like, I need your help, Jace. There is this horrible gambling overlord controlling the planet and subjugating us. And I'm like, and Jace is like, yes, we must go and help them. Everyone's like, it's a trap. Admiral Akbar, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's a trap. I've called this episode in my notes. It's a trap. Yeah, because because the first, and I typed that in the first ten seconds of the episode. Like this, this is so obviously a trap. <laughs> a distress, distress signal. Come on. And the thing that gets me as well is like, what does this gambling overlord enslaving a population have to do with you stopping the monster mind, finding your father, and uniting the magic group? Right, because there's an episode later where he, it, Herc wants to go to another planet and they were like, no, no, we can't afford any diversions, no diversions at all. But you show Jace like a shiny thing and he's like, well, we have to divert. There's no other choice. Or, you know, a hot blonde. Shiny thing, hot blonde. Same difference. Casual misogyny for you there. <laughs> yeah, it came from the woman, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Marduk, the dictator. There's an episode of C-Lab 2021 where there's a character in it called uh, Marduk. It's the Stimutax episode where they're taking all the, the drugs that, that Sparks make, and Marduk is the like presence that inhabits the captain who's like thousands. That's the name. That, so that made me laugh. <laughs> could could <laughs> be like, the same character. I, I'm hoping that that's a C Lab 2021 reference to Jace. <laughs> <laughs> Just really subtle. Uh, so yeah, there's this Marduk who's a 
dictator who runs a load of casinos on planet Hoth, and uh, he's enslaved the entire population. He gets no screen time, though. Really? No. I mean, Barely. right at the end, but... A like, little bit at the beginning. And just hearsay. Yeah, pretty much. There's the bit at the end, and there's a little bit in the casino. I want to know about the economy of this casino-based dictatorship. Like, anything at all about it. They have casinos, they make money, and everyone works in the... Everyone I guess because enslaved it's, to be because it's Hoth, dealers. right? Like so, there's no food, so they need money from elsewhere to buy. Well, all they've, their got, food a bu- and they've goods. got a bi- they've but got a they've got a biodome. Who's coming to the casino? I guess people Herc? from off, apart from her. Yeah, I guess people are coming from off world to the casino, is losing their money, and then Marduk is spending that to keep the population from starving. Well, the way I the way I saw it is that Marduk's running these casinos, and he's enslaved the entire population to work in his casinos. Which, I mean, you know, as far as slavery goes, working in a casino, it's not the worst. And as long as everyone's I mean, if anyone's ever been to the Maldives, that's basically the Maldives. (laughs) That's what happens there, too. Everyone's a slave to work in resorts. (laughs) So Jace gets this message from Cirilla. And I put here, Herc knows about... Oh, that's the name of the planet, Ariga. Herc knows about it because he's a gambling addict. He's just, you know, he's like, yeah, they've got great casinos. Flora asks what a casino is. He's like, you're too young. You're not going to go to a casino ever. I've written this as well, actually, because based on the previous episodes where I thought they'd resolved their passive aggressive Mm. hatred of each other, but Herc is immediately like, shut up. But then when we come into the Crystal episode, there's like a real touching moment between the two as well. It's like the the only moment of real emotion in the series so far. I'm sure he calls a darling in that, which is just disturbing. Well, it's (laughs) heartlifting. (laughs) They go land on the, uh, they go and land on Hoth or Ariga and Ice hides ship, is my note. <laughs> yes, ice, ice, like, the perfect camouflage. We're going to wrap the barge in ice to disguise it, but it's still just ice in the shape of the barge. And they it's don't like, like make a, a, a mountain or anything. They literally like, just coat the barge in yeah. ice. So just if an the, elaborate ice sculpture. If this hadn't been a trap and Sawbot showed up, he'd be like, hey, someone's made an ice sculpture of the Pride of the Skies too. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> they land on the ship. They disguise. They land on the ship. They land on the planet. They disguise the planet. The pl- <laughs> Are you okay? Words. The planet is disguised as ice. Yes. And then, so they decide, let's make the ship look like ice. Yeah, too. it's yes. going to blend in seamlessly. But the monster mines are like Flora's. Like I detect monster mines. And everyone's like, ah, shut up. This is like this is Flora's only thing. This is all she can do. And in this whole episode, yeah, they're can't. like, no, you're wrong, Flora. No. You're wrong, Flora. No, but we have had a few episodes so far where they've been attacked by Vine missiles, the CCTV yeah. Vine thing. Did she pick those up? Did she fuck? Maybe she it's only like a certain, like, they have to be of a certain mass. We like, think we're making too many excuses for her. She's a child. <laughs> is she a child or is she a seedling? She's like a sapling. Yeah. Sapling. Yeah, she's beyond a seedling. <laughs> Flora detects monster minds, but everyone ignores her. And then I've just got trapped by Sawboss because uh, what we learn is that Cirilla is come to an agreement with Sawboss to lure Jace into a trap. So Sawboss will over be the her savior and overthrow the dictator. Because, yeah, that's... She's real smart. There's, yeah, her SOS message didn't really have full heart in it. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. The whole time. <laughs> no, it, was, it, it definitely was very much a, please come and rescue us. We are in grave peril. This is not a trap. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love when her and Jace meet in the corridor and have two separate conversations that results in Jace being caught, well, 
chased down by the monster mines. Yeah, it's, she, he's like, hey, I'm here to help. And she's like, Marduk's oppressing us. And we're like, what can we do to help? And she's like, I'll deal with anyone if it means getting rid of Marduk, even Sorbos. And like, they're just two different sections of dialogue. <laughs> and then monster mines This show. was a very disjointed episode, I thought, in terms of all everything. But this especially, because they just seem to be talking around each other. One thing that we've got is Gillian made a reprogrammer, which can reprogram electrical devices, which he freely admits, which he freely admits is useless on monster mines. Yeah, like, why didn't you start by making one that work on monster mines? <laughs> what do you need to reprogram in your own ship? Because he knows, though. Like, cause, like Herc's immediate thing is, I, I, I'm going to go cheat in the casino because no one ever gets caught well, cheating. Well, like fir first they try using the reprogram and they're like, this thing's amazing. They put it on armed force and it just makes armed force open and close. <laughs> it's like, like crane arm. Um, which you could do like, with yeah. Jace's wrist control yeah, thing yeah. anyway. It's like, oh wow, the possibilities are endless. Chomp, chomp, chomp. And then Herc takes it to the casino and uses it on a roulette wheel, which I didn't think was an electronic device, but I'd never been to a casino. Like Flora, I don't really know what they are, so I could be wrong. But when he goes off to uh, to to meet Cirilla, he gives Gillian the route, and he's like, "First Cause time," because he, he 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 even says like, "Okay, yeah, maybe maybe this is a trap." And his last was like, "If I don't make it back to Hell Father, I tried," and I wrote in brackets, "Not very hard." <laughs> <laughs> but still, but still harder than his father, who at the first sign of trouble abandoned the the mess he created and just took off like galaxy hopping. And is nowhere is nowhere yeah. to be seen at this stage. That like I've I've started to wonder through these five episodes whether Jace's father is actually bothering to try and look for him. <laughs> oh, probably <laughs> not. He's, he's just not he's going further and further away. Just yeah. having elaborate clues. Where's yeah. he going though? And like, why? They want to get the route together? Yeah. Like that, it's such a it, doesn't it solve all their problems if the root comes together? Yeah, or you know, just sure. use the ring of light as we've discussed previously. The root is actually kind of pointless, and all you need is the ring of light. So yeah, he goes off, meets Cirilla. Turns out, yes, surprise trap, and then we get to Herc going to the casino, to <laughs> which the laziest animation I've ever seen <laughs> is Herc getting in the car. Flora's like, I want to come too. Herc says no, no. and and then. She just jumps in the back seat and the lid goes down with no attempt to make it like su su subversive yeah, or she's not trying to hide. anything at no. all. And that's her sneaking into the car, <laughs> hiding in the back seat of a two-seater car. But this is the disregard that Herc has for her that he doesn't even bother to check, you know? But he does leave the door open for an extended period of time, allowing her <laughs> yeah. to get in before going. Yeah, I literally, put, Herc is mean to Flora, tells her she's not coming. Flora goes anyway, Herc oblivious, <laughs> which someone... <laughs> Herc is oblivious. Yeah. I mean, Herc is oblivious is literally what you could say about Herc the oblivious. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. his Should be yeah. his name. Uh, uh, because I've written this as well. So then they go there while Jace is having this conversation. They go there and he starts gaming the roulette tables. Yes. Like, like roulette, like casinos have no pit bosses or security. <laughs> He doesn't even palm it subtly. He just sticks it to the side of the roulette table, spectrum. presses the button, and then he straight up wins immediately. Like, <laughs> what kind of gambler are you that you don't know the security like this? And they immediately do send security over. Uh, but the one thing that I had, uh, the one note that I had about the opening shot of the casino is hats in... There's large. a lot of wizard hats. There were just lots of people in yeah. really like big wizard pointy hats. pointy cone hats, yeah. <laughs> so now we know who is going to uh, well, Hoth. 
to gamble. It's the wizards. We know, like, there must be a market for Gillian-style hats in this universe. <laughs> this isn't a wizard hat. This is just the universe's fashion. Gillian's just a very fashion-conscious I mean, high roller, of, it turns out. There are a lot of wizards, right? We've met a few wizards. We meet some more in a, in a couple of this episodes. This is like yeah. a, a wizard-heavy society. Yeah, Hurt gets caught by the pit bosses, and uh, he palms the reprogrammer and dumps it into a plant, and then Flora runs up behind going, Herc, Herc, you drop this because, you know, children, liability. Mm-hmm. Why does anyone have them? Then I also noted Jace wouldn't know a trap if it was signposted. No, I think no. he does. I think he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's just he like, d- I know yeah. it's a trap. I'm going anyway because I'm the hero. So the monster minds start uh, attacking in general after Cirilla reveals that she's working for Sawboss. And just before the recording that we have cuts to the break, the last scene is of Terror Tank what just part crashing through a wall. And you just see like the turret and like the chompy bit of the top sticking through a wall. Then it cuts to break. So I've just put like Monster Mind fails to crash through all. <laughs> so Jace Jace burns her, calling her like a oh, I can't remember. He's basically just in something saying like you're a greedy asshole, effectively, and then Herc returns with like you're a cocksure idiot. Kind of, they just start bitching at each other. I thought because they're, they're driving at that point, aren't they? They're yeah. both in their respective machines and they're driving along. And then they stop, and I thought they were going to get out and start punching each other. So he was slinging insults, in- insults slash accurate statements <laughs> yeah. at each other. Yeah, because I believe drill. Uh, what's his face is in drill sergeant, and obviously Jason Armed Force. They get to a wall which now all of a sudden Drill Force can't drill through. After being able to drill through the wall of a smelter, this one wall, nope. But you have one job, Drill Sergeant. One job. And you failed. And then they have to do some convoluted bullshit to to get the door open. Yeah, they have to open up like a a valve. So like turn a valve to shut the door and buy them time to still drill through the wall. So it it basically ends up with Jace using arm force to catapult him up because it won't reach so he can turn the... uh, Really high. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like there's a couple of of points throughout these episodes where like actually Jace might be an acrobat. (laughs) Yeah, so like after after he he pushes the thing to do the poor colours, he just jumps down from that great height and just does a roll in the air <laughs> and then lands on his feet like nothing. This is yeah. like a 40-foot fall. Yeah, he, at least <laughs> what I mean. I think maybe, maybe actually, before Jace became leader of the Lightning League, he was a gymnast. Is this He's like why? Robin. <laughs> Basically, you're describing Robin. Space Robin. <laughs> his dad's Batman, Batmaning about the universe. Yeah, that's, that's probably why he doesn't want him. him Batman only ever worked alone, right? Even yeah. with kids. <laughs> I, I love the phrase Batmaning around the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always inventing shit. You had a teleport. Again, you know what I mean? Aldrich's like. I mean, he must have been rich as well to have that. The because te- the Technodrome was his before it was Sawboss's, so that yeah. takes money. Mm. So maybe he, he is this world's Bruce Wayne. Space Wayne. Sorry, Space Wayne. Space Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was not that funny. <laughs> the ice barge melts. No, the ice around the barge melts. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But I just put ice barge melts. Oh, okay. But yeah, so the ice around the barge melts, so it was kind of useless camouflage because it, it just, I, like, I, I can't even remember them the explaining why it melted. It just, me- oh, that was it. They fuck up, the, they start pumping out the energy inside the dome to outside the glacier because Sawboss arrives to try and, uh, as, they, as they're going to fly away in the Pride of the Skies, but Jace refuses to leave because he's like, no, we've got to go and save the woman who tried to lure us into a trap. Cirilla is surprisingly... Well, surprised that anyone could be like Mardok when Sawboss <laughs> is like, haha, no, actually, we're mm-hmm. we're in charge now. And yeah. He's like, oh, more than made, one dictator. Who made knew a that deal was a with thing? a supervillain and it backfired. Who knew? And then Gillian's like, I have a solution for this. And his solution is screen wipe. 
<laughs> it's never explained. We never you just get that, that lightning fist screen wipe. That's <laughs> the first time I've noticed this. It's been in a few episodes. Yeah. It's not used that often, but it has been in a few episodes. I think they obviously throughout. put it in where they realize they don't really know what's going on. They don't know, They like, don't have a clean the transition. The writers are like, oh, we don't actually know what happens next. Screen wipe. Uh, it's... It is a terrifyingly white nationalist screen white. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out oh, there God. that it is a white fist holding lightning yeah. in, a, in a red and blue circle. Yeah, like, it is. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm starting to question what the Lightning League is for. I'm thinking about two bolts of lightning. Oh, no. Storm. It's other. like a Stormfront XP. Oh, no. Lightning League. Oh, We've been to... saying this the whole time. Yeah. Like LL? LL? SS? <laughs> How many letters away do you need to be before it's suspicious? <laughs> So, yeah, uh, then we have the rebels shocked by the betrayal because, you know. She's an idiot. Yes. I did make a note on this episode that the animation quality was ropey as fuck. Yeah. A few of the five episodes have yeah. different, mm. very differing levels of animation. Like, no, I know some of the recordings are like a little bit shaky because they're taken from like old VHS recordings and things like that. But just generally, like Herc's face proportions change so dramatically throughout this episode again and again yeah. and again and again and again it's like mm. is this the same guy or is he like changing his face and maybe he's a plant um, he's morphing <laughs> literal plant metaphorical plant there's a, i think actually maybe it's the next episode where everybody's hair is really over animated there's a lot of like yeah. dramatic hair and beard motion I, whichever episode it is i did i definitely noted it down because it really caught me there's a lot of close-ups of jace's face and twinkly eyes and things but yeah, so Gillian's plan was to freeze all the monster minds that are coming to attack by reversing the like power from the biodome to send all the heat outside the biodome, melts the glacier, which starts cracking apart and causes a, a quake and the monster minds fall in that. And then all the monster minds inside the biodome freeze. And Sawboss goes, well, this planet's fucked. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, YOLO, exactly. Yeah. He's like, he by the take... dark light, I will retreat or something. Yeah. And he can't off. take any pushback at all. The minute things are slightly not going his way, he's like, I'm out, I'm done. And then... Uh, not so... before chucking her down the stairs, actually. Yeah. I thought she was dead. So he literally throws her down the stairs. She's so limp when he throws her. I was just like, "Has he? is she dead? Are we never going to see her again? It's one of the few the few times you actually see Sawboss in person outside of the Technodrome in vehicle yeah. format. Because he, like I say, he's he looks like the other ones with the big blade, but he's just like twice the size, basically. But yeah, he's got Cirilla and he just kind of like... Just kind of yeets her and takes off, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, I'm out. They, like, Jace runs over to Cirilla and it's like, hey, you all right? You all right? And she's, she's fine because kid's cartoon. And they get Marduk, like, well... We've caught him. We'll never live under his tyranny. And everyone starts celebrating again. And I'm like, I put, yay, your ruins. Because the entire <laughs> yeah, planet is broke-ass planet that they've just frozen the streets of as well. <laughs> Unbelievable. For some reason as well, like all the buildings are like rubble. Like when did that happen? <laughs> to knock well, everything down to make the dome as well. Yeah. But no, it's fine because Gillian found another MacGuffin that oh, they yeah. can use to trade so the food or whatever it was the episode the floor has been detecting another plant under the like under the ice but faintly and faintly and when gillian's doing the reversal of the energy he finds this this plant so he reveals what it is at the end and it's the rarest high energy producing lichen that can also be used as food yeah, it's soil and grain <laughs> it's just like hey here's another plant MacGuffin for you <laughs> so that's that's how they're going to solve their economy now they're going to basically be using the algae for food 
which mm, and also man, they're going to sell it to yeah. mix up their stuff as well and they can use it as an energy source it, it fixes oh, everything so no ring usage in this episode because they got algae instead i was so angry at the end of this episode <laughs> yeah the last, and this all all that last bit happened within the space of like two minutes yeah well. it was like oh shoot we found some biogate it's great it's food it's energy you can fix your place up we're off by <laughs> fly out through the giant hole in the biodome and I'm like, well, an economy that was solely based on gambling, gambling. is now going to be solely based on fucking terror, not on like deep drip, deep yeah. digging yeah. and resource exploitation. They're going to come back in a year. It's like everyone's dead. Everything is in ruins, but there's lichen everywhere. Having... I genuinely think that the LL hate plant life now. <laughs> yeah. like, despite having a plant person on their, their crew, it's sort of like the Nazi hunters having Jews on their side. <laughs> yeah, know, they're always mean to her, aren't they? So That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe it is, it is just she's like... a lesser person. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not. She's a plant. A literal plant. <laughs> she's not even a person, is what you're saying. <laughs> like, shouldn't she side with Sorbos, really? Like, aren't her, be- her, her interests better served by siding with Sorbos? That's true. Yeah. Like furthering plant life everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I think she'd be better. She should switch sides. But I'm mm. just saying. Floor. She'd probably get more respect. Like yeah. she's a psychic plant person. He could use her. Yeah, definitely. And they could have like weird. Don't, light, don't, uh, no, yeah, okay. no. They're both psychic plant people, actually, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were meant to be. <laughs> she's a child or a sapling, whatever it is. Just- she I'm is. splashing back to my own comment in like episode one of this where I was talking about Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster and the sequel with Frankenstein's bride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Mm, maybe that's where we're going. Maybe that, maybe that's why Audric is really spinning out the chase <laughs> to let her come of age and stuff because at the moment it's a bit, it would be disturbing. But yeah. at this rate, it's going to be like 50 But like, like Sorbos matured immediately, didn't he, right? Like he came out of a plant pot and was just like a buff dude immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Like, so, yeah. so is Flora defective? No, because no, Sorbos was uh, exposed to the like stro- stroboscopic uh, radiation to make him big. The black light. Flora was probably homegrown in a greenhouse or something. I wish you just say maybe Audric's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on well, to the next talking episode. Talking of which, episode 12, oh, which no. I named Hillbilly Hole, <laughs> which is actually called Critical Mass, but yes. And we get some prime Herc gold begotten. There's gold in them that are black holes. So this is the episode where they're following up from the signal. Yeah, they do well, mention they it. Because mention at the it. very start, they're like, this is the way to Audric's signal. Yeah. And, and they come across a... No, because Herc has got a treasure map, hasn't he? Is this yeah, the one with the treasure map? Yeah, yes, it is. But So what? they're on their way following the signal, and they come across what is effectively an entire galaxy overrun by vines. Uh, and like all the vines have pulled the plan- uh, planets closer together because science. Gillian just happens to mention that, oh, a little more mass, and this will cause a black hole. And Jason's like, great, let's do it. Yeah, let's go in. It's like, I'm all about causing black holes. That that, that sounds great. Yeah, like I, I did know that here that, that yes, they, uh, Audric's signal, signal is mentioned here. Then Herx blatantly has a treasure map. This is the one where they wake up and Herx's gone. Herx isn't on the ship. They've landed and he's driving around. Yeah, yeah, he fucks off. So, they, so they're like, okay, we, they, they, they find this one or oh, like kind of dead planet type thing. Oh, no, the, yeah, because this... This opens up, yeah, you're completely right, because this actually opens up with not them not in space. They've landed on a planet, yeah. and they woke up, and Herc's off looking for treasure, and they're like, what the fuck? Why have we landed? What are we doing? And <laughs> I've, got, I've actually written, this is one of the few times I've written quotes, and Flora's like, he's probably here for the money. <laughs> and Jace literally says, that's just the way he thinks sometimes. <laughs> or all the time. All the time. 
All, all the time, yeah, well. <laughs> 2D characters, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they take off, like, they manage to get Herc back on the ship and they take off and, and this is when they run into the galaxy spanning vines that are pulling planets closer together. Gillian's like, yeah, hey, create black hole. Jace's like, yeah, let's do it. Herc doesn't want to. Which is fine, I think. Herc thinks, bad idea, don't want to fuck around with black holes. Black holes are, like, seriously, seriously dangerous. Why are we doing this? The most reasonable thing to happen in this episode, I think. The, tr- the crew basically go and find... Like an, they call it a planet, but it's more like an asteroid, like a big asteroid. Yeah. It's another one of those things, like from Ulysses thirty one, where it's just a bit of rock floating in space. Yeah, like, I, I, if you were being like generous, you could call it a planetoid. Even then, it, it's a bit of rock in space. Yeah, I mean, it's got a breathable atmosphere. I, 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 okay, I don't, I don't understand my notes here because it written? says monster minds. Un has speech impact. Oh, that's right. They land oh, on the for ages and nobody pays any attention because he's annoying as fuck. They land on this rock and they're like, okay, this rock just happens to have a load of old rocket thrusters on there that they can use to propel it into the galaxy. Like, what? Why is this rock? So this was all over the place, right? Because they're basically like. They say, like, the uh, area is short of some mass to make a black hole. And Jace is like, well, let's make let's make it a black hole. Yeah. And we need to put a planet into it. But only a dead planet. And they find a dead planet with rockets on it that they can <laughs> then use. To, that's exactly the right mass to make this thing a black hole. Yeah. And even throughout all this, I'm like, why are they making the black hole? This because was they want it to be was, um, out of the way. Really what? disjointed. Like, yeah. I kept thinking I'd zoned out and missed important plot points. But I don't think I had. I think it was just nonsensical. Yeah, I've written here that they do it because Jace can't wait a month. <laughs> <laughs> they make a black hole because he can't wait a month to go like, around it, sail is, around it. Are they thinking that, because they, they refer to it as like a, a, a nest for monster mice or a breeding ground or something? So I guess yeah. they're thinking if they turn it into a black hole, that kills off Well, I mean, yeah, it does kill, off, the kill all the vines and everything that are on those planets, definitely. Herc's so against it. So what they do is, and this is this is the most one of the most blatant ones, is like Herc's treasure map, the, which... I noticed, noted, he said it was the treasure of Zornadu, which I just now am calling the treasure of Xanadu. <laughs> yeah, I was blaming yeah. what was a ripoff of, because they had the, the Kubla Khan, uh, Khan ripoff at the end as well. So so what Gillian does is a bit of magic to change Herc's treasure map, so it looks like it's on the rock where they, they, they found all the rockets uh, that they want to use. And like, it's really funny because you see Herc and, uh, sorry, Jason Gillian stood behind Herc as Gillian does it, just smirking to each other, just be like, ah, we've got him again. But I think this is how much they've messed with Herc's head, that he looks at this map and is like, well, this looks different now. I must be wrong. No, no, that's when he's actually on the planet. They're on the planet. They do it again later, exactly. They're just gaslighting her, basically, (laughs) completely. So so through manipulation of this map, they managed to convince Herc to land on the asteroid. So they go and they start bringing up all these rockets that just happen to be on the asteroid to to project it into the um, cluster of planets to create a black hole. Because I'm pretty sure this is not how black holes work, by the way. I don't... Just loads of mass scales together. It yeah. It sort of is how it is. It kind of is, right? but I don't in think... In a very loose sense. Yeah. Not by planets getting close to each other. I don't other, think rockets like... are usually involved. No. no. Uh, I, I just like. I just feel like you can't just amass mass to create a black hole. Like, <laughs> a mass I think mass? in theory, if you amassed enough mass, you would make a black hole. Not that you could actually do it, but... 
how much mass does mass mass take? I mass think, could, could I think we should not hole. look for scientifically correct astrophysics in Jason the Wheel. Yeah, I mean, they use, wanted to use Cobalt 42 for an engine part. <laughs> yeah, 35 microseconds, people. That is not long enough to hold something, I'm just saying. But no, on this, I've actually written in my notes here, J- Jace is a rocket scientist. They land on this planet full of random crashed rockets, and he fixes them all, all simultaneously. And he also hooks them all up to his uh, wrist thingy to be uh, activated, activated yeah which this could be thousands of years worth of rockets and he's like able to just fix them all up yeah i mean he is he is he's your go-to action hero guy that can do anything well, he says apart from make a black hole he can do anything <laughs> apart from identify a trap so is jace actually the ultimate MacGuffin in the series not the ring it's jace he's just whatever he needs to be in the situation which is more the o- test of courage so yeah, which is more often than not a petulant asshole yeah but hey it's working for him right so they land on the planet herc's like all right i'm gonna go off and search for my treasure and they detect, like, they've been checking for, oh, that's it, no, Herc's still in the ship and he's fixing the life detector because Flora, again, is saying, I can detect life, I can detect life. And everyone's like, nah, <laughs> nah. And they find yeah, that. Yeah, start the rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Just start the rockets. That's how they get him onto the planet because, yeah, they, he fixes the life detector. They start the rockets and he fixes the, and they finally need to see, oh, shit, someone's, someone's live on there. And this is where you get that weird flashy animation cut to where it cuts to all of their faces where they're all like shot being horrified yeah we're going to kill an innocent person <laughs> we can't do this i'm just shocked at their lack of due diligence because like it took like 10 minutes to fix the life sensor yeah they could have waited Laura says there's life they could just wait 10 minutes then yeah. press the yeah. button <laughs> yeah they could have waited quite easily so yeah that's when they do the manipulation of the map to convince Herc to get down there so he's like he goes off looking for his treasure while Jace goes off to try and find this life sign and rescue whoever it is they're going in different directions so that's when Gillian does the second manipulation of the map while Herc while Herc's reading the map he makes it change again so he changes directions to go in the same way uh, way this poor man just does not trust his own eyes or mind anymore because these people have fucked with him so hard He's just like, well, the map has changed, but I think it must just be me that's the problem. So during during this bit, actually, there's marketing managed to get an edge in here into the script because Drill Sergeant gets chosen to be Jace's car. Yeah, we say uh, yeah. instead yeah. of armed force. Like same in the last episode as well. So Drill Sergeant sails are down. We need to really push Drill Sergeant this week. <laughs> so they get him in, and literally Jace has a conversation with Oon where Oon's like, "Oh, we're taking Drill Sergeant," and Jace is like. Drill Sergeant is a great fighter too, Boone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, as we'll come on to in later later episodes, Trailblazer sales obviously shit, so they decided to wipe him out of the... the... <laughs> he did kill off a character, for realsies. <laughs> so yeah, basically, Jace and Herc end up drilling down underground and they find all this, like, these ruins and, like, columns and, you know, your typical, what, ruins? When you think of ruins, you think of columns, right? They find, they find a post-Ulysses 31 column... <laughs> area <laughs> yes they do it's like a greek temple underground mm. immediately get shot at by hillbilly jim <laughs> it was <laughs> so unexpected this actually probably is the first time i laughed out loud in a jace episode <laughs> when uh, just a random hey boy what are you doing <laughs> on my claim type hit comes <laughs> out of nowhere my he's like shooting with a varmint rifle and yeah. everything it's I like love what that is going it's on it's not just that prospecting has survived this far into the future 
but prospecting specifically from 1800s America has survived this far into the future. <laughs> and the, the guy's wearing dungarees yeah. and a cap and like, you know, he's basically chewing on a corn husk. It's like, what is going on? As he's shooting at them, the monster mines show up and he's like, okay, they're worse and jumps into jumps into the car with Jace. He flips like a penny yeah. like, <laughs> immediately. Like he's like shooting at them. Then he's like, oh my God, monster, monster mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. And there's a great bit was they're driving away and he's like leaning out the back of Drill Sergeant just shooting at the monster mine. It's like proper action scene. I loved it. The animation in this episode again was completely different from the last yeah, episode. Yeah, actually, and pretty good animation. Like, as the, well. the monster mines all had like uh, really expressive faces and stuff when they were getting hit by things. Like it was really. Like, I do wonder angles. if there was like just ten, like ten or fifteen different animators at all times working on this, and just like because the animation quality from episode to episode is like a fucking roller. Well, I wonder if things were aired out of order as well. Maybe because there's no arc from episode to episode is there really hey hey um, hey, no, hey. <laughs> so i'm wondering if like later episodes with better quality animation were aired out of order or I, I think if anything it's earlier episodes with later quality late, better animation because like you know progressively running out of money getting worse <laughs> animations nobody's however. buying the toys i can't afford to animate herc's nose <laughs> <laughs> or remember what it looks like or where it is on his face <laughs> or what the entire shape of his face is from episode to episode or scene to scene for that matter they start escaping with the mercenary but meanwhile above ground Sawboss has got his epic plan in motion and he's ripped up two of the rockets oh he's yeah yeah two of the rockets and he's pointed them at the pride of the skies yes yes you're right and uh, he's cooking everybody inside it yes because brock's well, brock dying. passes out doesn't he yeah <laughs> yes They're bucketing brock yeah exactly <laughs> it's a proper free willy moment <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> and there's a moment actually inside the ship just as jason and that are coming up where gillian uses like uh one of the foam fire extinguishers but he's only got one because <laughs> if we remember he used the rest of them for the lava pit episode previously <laughs> where he magically floated oh, so there in, is so- continuity from episode to episode my mistake exactly Sawboss is trying to flush out Gillian and Flora because obviously they're the crucial ones well maybe he does want Flora let's not yeah. rule it out definitely it's a possibility he wants a root of some sort it doesn't have to be <laughs> the root the vines are starting to pull the planet that planetoid in as well and they've got like this entire episode is on like a really tight time frame because once they start those engines they've got like two hours and by this point they've got like 30 minutes left before the black hole forms Chase is uh, they're escaping, Wait. basically, and he grabs a boulder and rolls it towards the monster mines and, and like they, they swerve to avoid and it knocks over all the columns. There is also a point as well where the, mot- the monster mines basically bottle it at the site of Arm Force. Like they start, Arm Force just starts driving towards them and they're all just like, oh shit, <laughs> like leg We talk about the fact that Jace's plan is actually just to create a cave-in while he's still in the cave, where he's like working out, he's like looking at the columns and being like, well, they must be holding up all this rock and there's so much rock above our heads. And if we just brought down a few columns, it's like, you're still in here, Jace. This is not a good plan. Oh yeah. So he escapes every trap. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I did make a huge note on here as well because they bring Trailblazer out at one point. Uh, I forget exactly what for, but I, mean, I was like, the name of the walker is Trailblazer. I just, because we kept forgetting it in all the previous things. So yes, that's the walker. Like it was pointless remembering it because it gets, now. yeah, it's dead now. The name of the prospector we forgot to mention is Happy Trails. <laughs> His actual name is I Happy Trails. I completely missed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor man's porn, porn name. That's Mr. Trails to you. So, yeah, I, I put here that because he tries the bowling trick again a bit later on, throws, and the monster mines just dodge. So they learn, they learn to not be. Tempting. I wrote that too. They're evolving. The monsters yeah. are becoming smarter, actually. As they're escaping throughout, and Jace is making all the building collapse, of course, it reveals this giant golden temple, and both 
Herc and the Prospector are like, fucking gold, mate. I want me gold. He immediately makes a sharp right turn, basically, <laughs> into the cave-in to get to this golden temple thing. <laughs> Doesn't Jace have to grab him with arm force yeah, and pull, him, pull back? him back? Yeah, It's just like, no, Herc, you're not suiciding for gold. <laughs> Meanwhile, Smash cuts it above ground and fucking... Gillian is like, oh my god, we haven't got the time, we have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and they start preparing to leave. Like, Yeah, Gillian's just like, I wish it wasn't so, but fuck Jace, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> he brought this on himself. I've got the magic route. We're fine. I've got I've got the magic route. I've got a young girl. I'm sure I can use her. Oh, no, we need to stop making pedophile jokes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're my name, Jesus. Yeah. It just meant young apprentice. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah, okay. believe I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so Jace drags out the prospector yeah, and uh, her they, they above ground. Yeah, they manage to get back on the Bride of the Skies and they take off uh, just as the black hole forms and as soon as it forms, disappears because that's how black holes work, apparently. It's a very accelerated process. Like, it, it literally, it forms, it sucks all the planets into it and then it's gone. It's served its purpose. Well, it's black, so... You know, you can't really tell. It could still be there, that's true. I guess, <laughs> I guess this is why the episode's called Critical Mass as well. <laughs> to, to, it's all coming together now. I guess, to quote Holly from Red Dwarf, is, you see, the problem with space is, it's black. And the problem with black holes is, they're black. <laughs> <laughs> I also noted, noted here, yet another episode with no ring MacGuffins. Mm. Uh, no, the, definitely. Uh, this is why you're lo looking forward to episode 13, the super ring MacGuffin, because it, <laughs> it kind of charges up, doesn't it? If it doesn't get used, then the next episode's a big one, so <laughs> expect that. The episode basically ends with them with happy trails on the ship. They've rescued him, like, oh, we'll drop... He's like, just drop me off at the nearest civilized planet, that's fine. And they're like, oh, well, we can't go out of our way. And he's like, right, that's fine, I'll sing. And then they're immediately like, right, get to a planet. Yeah, well, like, Jace is always like, we can't go out of our way, we can't divert, unless I I want to. He's literally gone through an entire diversion just yeah. to get there. <laughs> yeah. this episode. Just to make a black hole. Yeah, like how is this helping find your dad? Well, the idea was that they could get through that galaxy quicker to get to the signal, which then is... So never mentioned again? Never mentioned again by the next episode. I still have so many questions about their travelling ability because they can just appear and disappear. We'll come on to it later, with... but they've got, hi they've got hyper... They mentioned about hyperdrive being broken. And then in the later episode, I mentioned... That Herc says, we've just dropped out of Hyper League. <laughs> Which <laughs> What? Is that like the next step up from the Lightning League? Like you graduate into Hyper League? Or have you been like playing Rocket League? You just teleport like that, direction is meaningless. So there's distance, <laughs> right? Like what is going on? Why didn't they just jump to the signal where the teleporter was leading them to? <laughs> now we come on to episode 13, which is called The Purple Toe. Which I actually think was one of my favorite episodes oh, in yep. this batch. So it opens up with the monster mines uh, launching vines from satellites in space on this particular planet because they want this magic book effectively. And so it cuts to the people on this planet who uh, had dealings with Audric apparently and therefore know, they know about Jace because Jace apparently is now a world-renowned space Galaxy-renowned. <laughs> yeah. So they decide to contact him in his dreams. The Pseudo-renowned because they're like, <laughs> we must contact Audric's son. Yeah, can't yeah, remember quite his, know his name. name. Yeah. They've got like this frog looking guy. I put Space Kermit. Space <laughs> Kermit summons Jace in his dream. Yeah, he's who not is, just frog looking, he's just a frog. And it turns out they've met before. Who is voiced by the same guy that does Oon, because you can tell ah. it's Oon's voice. I thought you were going to say Kermit there. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> I like that Jace has this dream, gets up and is like, I had a dream, we have to go somewhere. And they're all like, yeah, okay, that sounds fine. There's yeah. no pushback against It's not out of the way this. though. <laughs> it must be on the way to where they're going, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't bother. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they mentioned that 
Audric, so that's a good enough excuse. All, all someone needs to say is Audric, and Jason's like, I'm there. Yeah, like, like, remember that frog my dad knew? We're going to go see him. This is where I had problems with the jumping around, because they just light jump there or whatever it is. It's like, why? what? Is that out of your way? Is that back some way? Like, the directions just make no sense to me. In space, is direction meaningful in any real real Only concept if anyway. heading towards something like they are they're trying to find and get towards Audric or a source or something but they can't jump there but they can jump anywhere else they want to and also like on the occasions where they don't have a signal to track or a lead or anything what are they doing they're just kind of like gadding about the universe hoping they might hear some gossip about Audric. they're looking for clues basically <laughs> so the space wizards on this planet that are protecting this purple tome which they've never read by the way big oversight more on that later. <laughs> yeah, they erect Wall of Light 2.0 from the first yep. episode, and the monster minds are trying to attack through this. I noticed that the method of communication was not only dream, but the way he initiated that dream communication was via Dragon Ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, so the frog true. guy just gets this big Dragon Ball, puts it in a, a spherical, a spherical, a circle slot, and is like, right, dreams. I just feel like there are better ways to communicate with people. I forget my dreams as soon as I woke up. It would be a terrible way to pass a message to me. So they're like, we need to go there and because the treasure of, of this library, and it's like, what treasure? It's just books. <laughs> like, it's the knowledge. <laughs> Harsh. I was just put like, Herc hates books. <laughs> and maybe Herc is illiterate or well, dyslexic. Know, like, books, that explains though, why right? you're confused by the map, you know? Yeah, I'm just thinking <laughs> maybe Herc is dyslexic. <laughs> This just makes all the gaslighting even worse. <laughs> in fact, this this is the episode where they're like, they just they arrive at the planet and Herc's like, we've just dropped out of Hyper League. And I've just put Hyperdrive now, Hyper League. Ah. I think he's just making shit up to tell them to make himself sound like he knows what he's doing. Like have some authority on this ship. It just pays the dyslexia theory, actually. Yeah, it's like, I, I think it was Hyperdrive. Is it Hyper League? I don't know. I can't read. I can't read any of the instructions on the ship. I don't know how to That's I'm why I just it. mash the panels whenever I want to do anything. At some point during this transit, as well, Oon falls apart. They tell Oon to go and get Flora for reasons and decide that while Oon is running through the ship is when they should go into Hyper League. Bell up, everyone, except Oon. Ex yeah, <laughs> they tell everyone to buckle up and then Oon just crashes into the wall. Brock comes along and he's like, go get Flora. And then Brock just like, yeah, I'm just going to leave you. I think I, Brock, Brock whistles and squeaks in this. No more no more squeaky <laughs> toy, Brock. Yeah. They, they've upgraded the sound noise. effects. They, this, is, this is why the animation quality dropped. They put more budget into Brock's voice. Can I just say, though, like, this is a major design flaw with Oon. He's very fragile. He's prone to getting colds. But, like, th these eternal squire things, what are they for? He cries in the previous episode. He sheds a tear in the previous episode at one point. And I was just like, how can Oon cry? Like, he doesn't have tear ducts. He's magic, right? He must be some kind of magical... Well, he is a magical suit of armor. ...device. But what is the point of him? Is a portable TV? Like yes. a portable recorder and playback device? <laughs> he's just there to boost Jay, uh, Jason's ego. That's all he's, he's for. He's there to carry the magic lance for everybody, which <laughs> in a later episode, the magic yeah. lance actually gets a little bit of play. They arrive at the planet. Call me, a, call me a cynic, but this is where the marketing team once again take control of the script. And <laughs> for the first time in... 13 episodes, the actual base 
the battle vehicle. base drives out yeah, of the thing. They, they tell the Flora to stay with the battle base while they go out, they go um to rescue the wizards. Meanwhile, the wizard's shield has collapsed, so they use this one to make themselves tiny, even though they know they can't reverse the spell. So we actually get some really good action scenes in this. Like, all the Lightning League vehicles are out in force fighting the monster mines. This is the one where the giant four-legged walker thing dies. The other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, trailblazer, yeah. and they're because, fighting each other. Um, and then the monster mine base just drives yeah. over it, just crushes it. That's, yeah, its, first, just, that's its first outing. Yeah, really. and it's just dead. Yeah, we haven't seen it again yet. One thing I did note as well is one of the lasers that they fire at the monster mine, it just appears to make it sad. <laughs> it like, literally gets laser. hit by a laser and then his face just goes... Mm. Like, oh, I've oh. made some bad choices in life. They're, they're, fight, they're fighting, you know, like they're fighting and eventually the Lightning League gets surrounded. Uh, the wizards are still in there and they make the Lightning League tiny as well. Sawboss goes. By the black light, he goes to the planet because they got to get that purple tone. Yeah, things are looking good, so Sawboss is going to jump in yeah. and take the credit. But he's still like, oh, we need to know where they've gone to. See, before I realized that the Keepers had made themselves small, I just put keeper, uh, magic, like the Keepers of the Library, I mean, or magicians, wizards, whatever you want to call them. I just put Keepers suicided with wand. But I mean, that's kind of what it felt like when they were like, there's only one thing left to do. And, and you know, oh, but there's no return, there's no reversing it. And he's like, no, get the wand of Asherah and do the thing or whatever. And then they just disappear. <laughs> I was like, shit, they've killed themselves. More darkness from Jace. Yeah, so yeah, the monster like the monster mine battle station must be absolutely massive. Because if you think about it, the battle base for the Lightning League ha can house Trailblazer, right? It yeah, can be inside it. And all four vehicles. Whereas the monster mine battle base just rolls right over Trailblazer. So that thing's gotta be like yeah. mountainous size. I know why you wouldn't just they use have that the first most every hilarious time. cuboid like tug of war pushing match then the, the base versus the base so the monster mind um no because it's the two walkers the monster mind walker and they have a, like a match as well the monster mind walker oh yeah so they because they uh, yeah. the the monster mind walker has got like a blade thing on the or a pincer thing on the front of it and the trailblazer has like a i don't know a blade thing on the front of it and like the monster mine's got the other one in the pincer and they're pull, pulling back and forwards. And that's when their monster mine battle base rolls over Trailblazer and just absolutely demolishes it. Yeah. I, I, this is where I just theorized that the monster, the, the Trailblazer must be the least popular of all the toys that just like exit from the range. Well, maybe they were trying to artificially drive up the price. Like, look, they're not going to make any more now, kids, because it's dead. So you have to I pay mean, more gonna for make, ones that are They weren't going to make any more, period, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the them yes, you're right. The monster mine, the two battle stations basically have like a for want of a better a ram word. Off. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I've written of a ram off. They just like from a meter apart just take little reverses and just bash into each other. <laughs> yeah. It, it, again, emulating child play pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like cuboid conquers, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> just smashing these two things together and then poof, just the battle base falls on its side and it's done. Bad design. Yep. So yeah. Also, uh, during this fight, Jace pulls on the vine of a KO cruiser while he's tiny from underneath. Yeah, from underneath. He pulls, oh, and it um, all yeah, falls apart. He it takes like a tiniest chunk out of it, and the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. What I, what I, I have a theory that he grabbed his testicles actually <laughs> there because it, it basically fell apart and was like, oh, sad face. Like <laughs> my my what I, my note for that was Jace pulls on vine of KO and it does an arm force from the previous episode where it just fell apart. <laughs> It's just like one vine and it just completely 
just wheels fall off. Well, that was a, a load-bearing vine, clearly. It was its, uh, oh God, what's the thing that goes between the two wheels called in a car? Don't know. Uh, no, yeah. it's no, no. Chassis? I can't remember. Carburetor? No. That's in an engine. I'm just, I'm just naming things. I don't know what they it's are. It's the axle. It put, no, it, no, it no. The there's the axle, axle but there's also the prop shaft. That's what I've been thinking oh, of. The prop shaft. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. Yeah. The prop shaft is the thing that goes along the center of the uh, of the chassis. Uh, the axle is what goes between the two wheels. But the prop shaft's like the main load bearing. Again, though, I think looking I think for get, get, realistic get mechanics yeah. in these plant-based vehicles <laughs> is probably a lost cause. I noticed noted here that this is a pretty strong Brock episode. Like Brock Floor is obviously trying to find them, find everyone, and Brock. The, the Lightning League are all small. She programs the zoggies to zoom in on jace's wrist thing and the, the the little zoggies find them and then brock comes in i can't remember, i don't actually know why i wrote it's a strong brock episode <laughs> no no you're right though because he takes them he takes he brock takes um flora to the library yeah, where they've true. hidden the tone that's right and yeah. brock actually goes and stands guard and lets them know later when the monster mind yeah because brock gets swatted by one of the monster mind and knocked out as well yes, yes. he does yeah, yeah so it is a strong brock episode <laughs> brock starting to play div- pay dividends <laughs> actually there's a point in that fight where flora shouts at brock get his brain brock <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the, as he's flying towards he just gets it's the one with the giant ball on the end. Of it. Yeah, yeah, the KO cruiser the wall. <laughs> KO yeah. that's it. Yeah, no, because as they're fl- flying in as well, she tells uh, Flora tells Brock to do a loop de loop. Give him a loop de loop, and he he does nothing. He just flies in a straight line, and the the monster minds just all fall. <laughs> it was just like, like do a barrel a roll. would knock Fail. them over. They were doing so well as well. They managed to get Flora to the purple tone because apparently this is the only thing that can reverse the shrinking. Oh, I did make a note here. Uh, my other name for this episode was Honey, I Shrunk the Lightning League. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's very got that flavor. I like... just call this Micro Machines. Because <laughs> like, I was like, mm, Toy Range. Maybe they made a micro version. I would have bought Micro Machines, Jason the Wheel Warriors, definitely, because mm-hmm. I had a huge yeah. Micro Machines collection when I was a kid. They're all like, we, we yeah. haven't read the book, but we're definitely sure there's a spell in here that can save us. <laughs> it's always the way. They tell Flora, like Gillian tells Flora, just stand at the book and think of the spell that can turn us back to human size. And she does it, and it, it opens up the right page and like, hey, go, you, you know, go Flora. And then I've just wrote, wizards start making noise. There's some weird chanting. Magic words. Yeah. Magic words. Uh, yeah, then that's when Brock gets twatted. And Flora's in trouble, but they managed to return everyone to normal size. And then we get our, re- like, we get, obviously, some fighting happens. Then we get our ring usage. And Epic the, ring use. It makes all the monster mines small. Yeah. It makes the whole library super sparkly. Yeah. And then all the monster mines start to small, t- start to shrink. And then Sawboss is like, by the for the preservation of the black light, I go. <laughs> it's like pussying out in the yeah. grandest way he possibly can. Every time it's just like, and shit's gone slightly south. I'm out. This is why he gets nowhere. He's no like, he's no perseverance. But clearly he does because everything else he's done has apparently been very successful. Yeah, well, he's obviously not had any kind of like any pushback at all anywhere back, else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no set, just the slightest set of back, and he's just like, oh, no, fuck it, I'm, I can't be bothered, I'm yeah, out. Like, this is way too much effort. I hate this kid, but not that much. Maybe he's just got a million trap ideas, and he's like, oh, I'll try the <laughs> next one. Like, on he's got next, 101 yeah. traps book at home. <laughs> and then I've just written, uh, for the end of this episode, I've just wrote that Herc, everyone laughs at Herc's dyslexia, because he, he makes some shit about, like, I, I hate books, and everyone's like, ah, I can't read. <laughs> uh, the ending is so weird. Firstly, one of the wizards is called Stafford. 
which yes, I really yes. enjoyed <laughs> as well. And Stafford at the end is like, we really should have read the book. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> and yes, like, you should. This is your like most precious book. And it's got like secrets of the universe in it and your wizard people and you haven't read yeah, the book. They are wizard librarians and they haven't read the fucking magic book. Like this this is their whole purpose. Like literally they have been sat there like guarding this book. That is their whole thing. They can, what if it had just been book. blank? Can you imagine? Because they hadn't bothered to check. And like, oh, it's it's empty. Shit. <laughs> or it was just somebody's diary. <laughs> or it was like <laughs> it was just a comic book. <laughs> The adventures, the, the adventures, the purple tome. The urgency's gone because, like, like at, at some point, I think the ship gets damaged or something, and they actually end up like the ship. They're gonna have to stay there for a while, and the, this is where the Herc joke comes from because the whole crew are like, "Well, at least we've got plenty of read, uh, plenty of time to read." And yeah. then Herc's like, and "It's yeah. like so they've they've lost all sense of like we need to get somewhere now. All of a sudden, <laughs> we can hang about and read for a bit. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, because they've got to repair everything. I mean, it's going to take them years to repair Trailblazer if they intend to repair it. Because I think they it's... just rebuild from the ground up, right? Yeah, or but... you probably use you know magic. And they never they never talk to Space Kermit about maybe like projecting to Audric's dreams at all. They don't mm. even ask. Like, yeah, as though they're not bothered. They know there's a connection, but they never did actually mention anything. Yeah, they never like. Oh, do you, have you heard from Audric? Do you know where he is? Like, can you use that dream shit to get in touch with my dad so we can end this? shit yeah come nope. on stafford why, why didn't they get in touch with audric in the first place yeah why would they like no no not audric his kid whose name we don't know yeah so we end laughing at herc for being dyslexic and we move on to the next episode of episode 14 hook line and sinker or trap two <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, the trappiest trap going on <laughs> well, I mean, good. <laughs> so we open on saw bosses technodrome and he's he's just like i'm planning a trap that's going to be the best trap i've got the best best of best traps he won't best this this time sorbos in this one acknowledges that he's gotten away <laughs> several times yeah. before because he's like this one this one's really gonna work i've got a good feeling about this trap guys we then cut smash cut to uh the pride of the skies and gillian sleeps on a giant book a giant floating <laughs> yeah, that down. And he casts spells in his sleep, which is a real liability. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's casting these bubble spells and making like Oon and the Zoggies float around inside bubbles in his sleep. A, a book cannot be a comfortable place to sleep. No. No. Whatsoever. Not at all. Like, even like, if it even is a floating. Bound, unless it's like really like vellum, you know, that'd be a bit sweaty. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. It's not the ideal it. bed. Is it like he's just driving home that wizard gimmick real hard, right? <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, there was a weirdly almost heartwarming section in this, actually, because they walk into his room while he's asleep, which is weird. Like, yeah. Flora and Oon come in, and the Zoggies are floating. And then Flora and Oon are, like, having a chat about Oon's bravery. And Flora's like, tell us a war story then. And Oon's about to, like, you know, do the meanwhile, I was in Nam type situation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it turns out Flora's just fucking with him and yeah. trying to get him into one of these floating bubbles the whole time. It's like, wow. <laughs> no respect. I he's mean, a war hero, damn it. I wonder what war he fought in the war of mini night people oh he falls apart at the lightest touch I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him in a war scenario like except as cannon fodder i mean you could use him as a cannonball like send out head. eternal squires first let them waste their bullets on them and then the real soldiers will move in so yeah gillian uh, uh, wakes up we then get they get a message from terror tank who is saying like hey i've got your dad let's do a trade for the route he's he, like because they say he's uh He's hidden the half that his half of the route, but we want your half, and we'll give you your dad for your half of the route. 
Like everyone's just like, well, this is a fucking trap. <laughs> it's even more of a trap than the the trap. From it's the such an obvious episode. trap. Like, this is the trappiest of trappy traps. This is like Plato's trap. You know, this is the trap which all other traps appear to be, kind of thing. Even Jace is like, this is probably a trap, but I'm going anyway. That's his motto. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's what I've written here. What a surprise! Sand planet time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like, like the trade t- trade taking place on Tatooine five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they head they head to this they head to the planet and Flora senses monster minds and no one gives a shit and everyone's just like well duh we are here to meet monster it's mines. It's a trap, Flora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately after everyone doesn't believe her, Sawboss is like attack and then the planet becomes some kind of giant space sand hoover. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they get there they're getting sucked in by this vortex and they're like trying to resist it and the ship's literally going end over end over end and then Jace is like just fly into it fuck it <laughs> obviously <laughs> route one let's straight into it so they of course la- that works they land on the planet and we we cut back to saw uh or terra tank who's our saw boss i forget if it's saw boss or terra tank but they're talking to we get another flying fish in this episode holy shit who can actually talk so is Brock yeah. like, is Brock like, a, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use it, but I don't mean it to sound offensive. Is it Brock a retarded version of this species? Like, No, I think he's a different no, type a different of head. giant flying fish. Yeah, You get lots of different fish, you know. Maybe maybe it's that he speaks a different language maybe. and that they speak like a common tongue or whatever. <laughs> it's a dialect. Yeah, maybe. This fish looks fabulous, yes. actually. <laughs> like the art and design, like compared to Brock, amazing. It looks like, like one of those Japanese fighting fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's got a very tropical fish vibe, like aquarium material about but him. But a fucked up little head face thing. Yeah, so it's slightly weird. Better than the sad fish in, the, the episode, in that episode from the last episode mm. that, if that makes sense the episode from the last show of the podcast that we talked about with the depressed fish there's a lot of different types of alien fish in this world in this universe is what i'm learning it's we made a reptile yet yeah the frog one in the last episode Frogs aren't reptiles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Space Kermit. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of <laughs> not all reptiles they're amphibians actually i just remember the what the guy the trader who was selling the golden vases was actually like a crocodile man type thing no oh. no he was like a blue frog i'm sure <laughs> Reptile, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Big space. <laughs> All these reptile humanoids look the same to me. Yeah, but the fish ones don't. So they go to make the trade with Terra Tank. Jace gets out and he's like, okay, where's my father? I want to see my father. And like, where's the route? So they, like, Aldrich walks out and he stands there and he's just very, very stoic. And, like, I mean, immediately you'd be thinking something's not quite right here. But Jace is like, fine, fine. Jace has his own little surprise attack, like, drill sergeant comes barreling out of the ground and this massive firefight ensues and his dad just stands perfectly still throughout the entire thing and that doesn't raise any suspicions by jace whatsoever so he just runs towards his dad and gets caught in the trap i've I've written just in this though there was a total lack of respect because jace summons uh drill sergeant using his wrist thing and like i say drill sergeant drills so hard he flies out of the ground and it turns out herc is driving him anyway yeah so he doesn't even trust herc to do any driving he's just gonna tell he's gonna order him himself so yeah we actually get a really good fight scene until um jace idiots himself into the trap which like i mean come on like his dad was literally just stood there as all these lasers and cars and everything and just driving around he's just like what they don't even have a nod to each other. Not no. Like, dad, Jace, or anything. Well, I mean, maybe that's what their relationship is like. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Jace it, wasn't even living with his dad at the start of the series. Yeah, I mean, there must be a reason why Jace Where's Jace's wasn't mom? with his dad. Like, you know, there's some unanswered questions here. Maybe Jace is a plant. Maybe everyone's plants. 
dun, Audrey, dun, dun. Audrey's just fun. a really neglectful gardener, basically. <laughs> he keeps growing plants and not wanting them and t- ditching them places. Is it the final twist of this entire show is going to be the entire universe is one of Audric's plant experiments <laughs> and Audric is God. Well, actually, he just wakes up in his greenhouse. He's having a bad dream. <laughs> I had the weirdest dream about a boy and you were there and you no, were there. No, no, here we go. This is how we tie it together. Audric is one of the gods from Olympus. They've destroyed Olympus <laughs> because they're done with it and Audric's grown an entire new universe. <laughs> Yeah, so Jace gets captured by Sawboss in uh, Prism of Light. The most 1960s teleporter. Yeah, he just gets lifted up. Thing. And, and everyone's like, Jace, jump. And it's like, he quite clearly can't. Sawboss at this point actually says the name of the episode. He's like, we've got them hug, line, and sinker. <laughs> it was just like, nice. Well, there's like polite applause I, from his I'm, minions. I start to get disturbed by how Sawboss looks actually in this because there's always like a close-up of his face. And his eyes are always slightly too far apart. Yeah. His pupils are like slitted. He's got the xenomorph head thing where it's really elongated yeah. at the back as well. And obviously he has his own like inbuilt cape, which is kind of <laughs> strange. That's pretty boss. Yeah. <laughs> Jace, yeah, Jace gets taken, obviously, and he gets cornered and we get a ring usage here. So Jace uses the ring to create black and white. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a light so bright, it just makes everything black and white. Yeah, strobes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jace, Jace's ring is also great for raves. <laughs> if you, if you... <laughs> He's a one-man walking rave, yeah. basically. That's why, it's called, that's why it's called the ring of light. <laughs> ring of light effects. Ring of disco magic. Maybe it is like a disco ball just set into a ring. They've just told him it's magic. Mm-hmm. He manages to escape and they kind of... Uh, actually, Gillian helps him escape because he uses the ring and he's still cornered. So Gillian uses the bubble spell to lift him out of there. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. Yeah, yes. I'm just thinking it's ridiculous because he uses the <laughs> bubble thing on all the cars as well. But the thing is, the name of the bubble spell is Snograt. <laughs> I thought it was Snodgrass, but that actually, I don't know which one makes more sense. But and, and it just happened. Just so happens that those bubbles are a hundred percent laser proof. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the monster mines unload lasers on these bubbles, and they're just like pow pow pow, just like deflecting off like nothing. This is the episode where we get the epic Jer Jer Jace hair animation. Yeah, it's very yeah. flowy yeah. and power metal. Yes, like there's a lot of close-ups with Jace's face being all starry-eyed and that. Gillian gets the cars, uh, Jace, out of there. They're safe for a moment. But they're all doomed anyway, because they, the fish is like, hey, we're all safe, but we're doomed because the monster mines are now going to pull the... Port yeah, so this- th- they found out prior to this that the it's not Jace's dad. It's a fish projecting an image of Jace's dad. Yes. That's the bait. Yeah. King King Phineas, the fish. Yes. yes. Sorry, and, even his proper title. Uh, he explains that he did this because otherwise Mark Sorbos was going to release this plug which is separating the two different atmospheres on the planet and if they mix it becomes deadly poison which is a bad design for a planet why is nobody guarding this fucking obelisk plug thing like if it's that you know i mean it doesn't seem like it takes a lot of effort to to unplug it like the monster mines start to do it yeah and fail like they get it open a little bit and then it goes back but somebody should have been looking after this thing well i mean they just fish what do you want them to do (laughs) it's true and it doesn't seem like they can live on the upper one no, they, they seem to spend their time in the bottom one. They're they're currently in the bottom layer with the fish, and they're like, "How can we get there to stop them?" King Phineas explains King that Phineas, Phineas, sorry, Phineas, because he's a fish. Get it? Yeah, but um, Tish, 
Yeah, King Phineas explains that there's the radiation rapids. (laughs) (laughs) Just take a swim through the old radiation rapids. They can navigate as a shortcut to get to where the monster mines are and the plug and stop them. You know, it's really hard and it's very dangerous. Because it's radiation. Everybody at the end of this episode has cancer. I feel like it's really underplayed that they are just, they just walk into radiation. So Jace is like, unsurprisingly, he just starts ramming um, thoughts (laughs) at it and it's like solid. I got this. It just rams against it over and over again. Because Phineas explains, I swam the, the radiation rapids once, but I was a young fish then. It was like a rite of passage. And Jace is like, I'll do it. And then, yeah, he just rams arm force repeatedly into it. <laughs> and eventually, Phineas is like, oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this way. And just shows him. So, like, Jace has to launch off this piece of rock to get into the rapids because you can only get in through this one visit. Convenient place ramp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we, do, we get more, kind of, Brock has more moments in this episode, doesn't he? Yes. So as they're tra- traveling through the radiation rapids, King Phineas starts to die. And Brock has gone after them, like goes underneath King Phineas and props him up and carries him through the rapids. So, Which is but, weird. I've put a note on this basically saying that before this and up to this point, Brock and King Phineas did not acknowledge, acknowledge each other at all. Which is weird for two floating flying fish people. Yeah, right? you think... They don't talk to each other. Like, like, there's a moment actually where you can see Brock's eye is like pointing in a completely different direction as well. He's not even looking. <laughs> he just refuses like... to look at King Phineas. Maybe he's just like, I'm the only flying fish, damn it. I'm special. Maybe it he's be, a shame that he doesn't speak English. It could be different, English. actually, couldn't it, I guess? Yeah. He is a king. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe he is. Maybe, like, he Yeah, never looked what... directly at the king. So they get out of the other side of the radiation rapids, and Jace is like, we've got to stop the monster mines. So his plan to stop the monster mines is just to literally drive past them. That's <laughs> the next scene is arm force, and everyone just drives past all these monster mines that are trying to pull over this obelisk and, and then just carries on. <laughs> but he grabs he grabs King Phineas with um, armed forces claw. So he's yeah, basically I thought he was going to hurl the fish at the monster It's mines. like a dog out of a window. He's just like, I'm going to blast it fucking really fast with this fish and fish in the hook. I, I genuinely thought, oh, maybe he's going to do the monster mine bowling thing, but bowling <laughs> but with, with fish. fish. <laughs> his, his master plan though, right? And they're like, oh, something's moving really fast. So the monster mines all just begin to chase him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, like dogs. Like, <laughs> just like, oh my God. Their movement activated monster minds, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so he drives past them all to, to divert them from pulling this obelisk, which is stopping the entire planet from turning into deadly poison. Terra Tank is an idiot. I can't remember exactly why, but there's many reasons, I'm sure. I think we can just take that as red. Oh, that's why, because Jace gets the fish to project an image of the root and pretends yeah. like he's dropped the root. And even though Terra Tank is well aware of what this fish can do, because they used it to lure Jason, immediately falls for the same ruse. Yes, and then they all just drive into the radiation rapids. Don't yeah. They? yeah, they drive yeah. full force into this radiation rapids. <laughs> which, like... which they can get into first try, whereas Armed Force, no, f- like five <laughs> attempts to actually get in. My final notes for this, are like, obviously they get away. My final notes for this episode is everyone has cancer and ring makes black and white. <laughs> And even after saving his life, the king does not say a word to Brock. <laughs> you don't want to speak to the commoners. You don't acknowledge them. Yeah, I mean, like, if you saved Queen Elizabeth's life, she she wouldn't say anything. She'd be like, mm, yes, ra- rather. She'd have somebody write you a letter. Yes, yes. <laughs> On behalf of Her Majesty, one would like to thank you for going out of your way to save one's life. From the radiation. Rapids. Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like some like, the new extreme, like you know, like extreme holidays. Yeah, I'm going white water rafting. I'm going radiation rapid rafting. <laughs> I think, again, like, obviously I don't expect... Which is obviously only in Chernobyl. Obviously don't expect 100% scientific accuracy, but it's just like, radiation kills you. That's that's kind of all it does, you know? Oh, it a, also makes an amazingly, monster minds. An amazingly impressive Russian uh, segue. <laughs> the next episode, I've titled The Red Menace and the Crystal MacGuffins. <laughs> Which, the, the episode is called Bloodstone, or I call, uh, or my subtitle for this is where the fuck did the spider come from? It just fell out of the sky, yeah, didn't it, basically? Know, inexplicable giant spider thing. Well, Sawboss clearly had a spider ready to go, and he just dumped it on this planet. So we open... Not a plant, though. No. A spider... Are insects, arachnids, the natural allies of plants? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they do... Are they in league with each other? Well, I mean, like... So let, let's say, like, aphids, flies and things, they eat plants. Arachnids eat flies, so maybe... Maybe that's their defense mechanism against insects. They have like this horde of giant spiders that they or use. Or is this to... another one of Audric's monstrosities? <laughs> I feel like Sawboss is just outsourcing now. He's bringing a ringer in. Like he's tried yeah. at least what eight or nine traps by this stage. And he's he's, 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 like, he's so tried. Like, I need outside help. I'll he's tried using in. pirates. He's tried using rebel organizations. Like why not spiders? Why not? I, I just where did it come from? There is no explanation for what this spider is. Or, like, as we'll come on to, how Sawboss is able to telepathically project himself through the spider's head. <laughs> I love that moment as well. I, again, a genuine laugh during a Jace episode when that happens. I did not expect it whatsoever. There are at least three different kinds of flying fish in this universe. Giant spiders don't seem that weird. Well, no, they don't. But I would at least like some fucking explanation of where the hell this thing came Maybe from. Maybe it's just, like, a naturally occurring thing on this planet. Spiders just fall Henceforth, from the sky sometimes. I should be calling the spider Cotton Eye Joe because we do not know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> and we did not know where it goes at the end either. It falls off. It just falls off. Exactly. But, but it's a spider. Where? It's fine. <laughs> Spiders like float. So we open this episode opens with a bright flash. Flora detecting monster mines. Classic star. Yep. Flora better than radar. I put here. And then yeah, but put... do you think anyone believes her? No. 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 Uh, don't do they fuck? No. I just <laughs> immediately like whatever. I've i literally just wrote Herc exclamation mark in giant capitals like because yeah. <laughs> he's immediately like no 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 you're not sensing monster minds that's fine it's fine everything's fine gillian's right about something i forget exactly yeah, oh that's there's it. a there's a there's something floating through space basically yeah it's it's, it's it's um so what it is it's a monster mind message pod and uh, they intercept it and they capture it and they get this monster they get this message uh which is like a, a message from i think it's a terror tank it might be a KO yeah. cruiser. Uh, it's basically saying, oh, no, everything on this planet has turned to crystal. Don't send any more monsters here. Uh, any more monster mines here. We're all getting wiped out. I'm the last survivor. And then it turns to crystal. Oh, yeah, and Jace is immediately like, we have to go and get that weapon. It's ours. Yeah, like, but this planet's only defense, we're going to go fucking steal it. That's his plan. I aspire to his mindset, though. <laughs> he has got the most go get a mat attitude I've ever seen. It's pretty, you know, for a kid's cartoon, you know, just do it, kids. Like, yeah. seize the day. Fuck but, the consequences. But, like, it's like, obviously, this planet's line of defense, and he's like, no, we're just going to go take it. Fuck the inhabitants. The, plan the planet of Kairos, by the yes. way. <laughs> it's just like the most adjacent <laughs> pyramid on the planet Kairos. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> They arrive at this planet where everything's turned to crystal. They can see on the ground, everything's turned into crystal, and they find the, the pyramid. And Jace is like, they're like, there's no way in. And Jace is like, 
Let's shoot our way in. Just, <laughs> just laser our way, our way through this ancient monument. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> At some point during this, like breaking into the pyramid, it cuts to Sawboss, and he's like, "Ha ha ha! They've fallen <laughs> into my trap!" Like you didn't know it was a trap. <laughs> like it's amazing. Like Jace doesn't have enough MacGuffins as well. The contrivance, and I he's know. just like, oh. I've got, "We've got to go steal this one as well." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> when they're flying towards it as well, they're like, "This is a beautiful planet." Yeah, it's the blandest fucking planet. It's literally like one amorphous bullshit crystal what it is what is on. the qvc shopping channel run amok across an entire planet it's just <laughs> hey do you want a crystal planet it's a crystal it's a elaborate setup because saw boss has actually sacrificed hundreds of um, um monster mines and vines and crystallized them for this because they do see a bunch yeah of yeah the, yeah mm. so the, the, this is like all to lure jace in it's getting dark basically so they get they man they managed to get inside the pyramid and inside the pyramid there's like the lower levels are turning to crystal, but there's still like normal greenery and stuff. And they land, so they land the Pride of the Skies down on one of this level and they pull out. We do, this is where we first get the glimpse of uh, the spider on top. No explanation as to what exactly is happening at this point. The, it's we're just pulsing, the orb is pulsing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and, and the boss is like, good, feed, feed on it, feed on it. And we're like, what? Feed on what? Okay. Yeah, giant spider working with Sawboss, feeding on what I presume at this point is the bloodstone, which it, it, it turned out to be. As they get out, they realize everything's starting to crystallize around them. And this guy shouts down, like, hey, get up to the higher levels, the crystal's rising. As they're running, they're like, Flora's like, oh no, Brock! And Gillian's like, no, Brock's already crystallized. So I'm just like, Brock's dead. Yeah, they, they yeah. turn back and then you see Brock's crystallized form. They get up to the net. They get up to the next floor, and they meet up with this guy. Who my next notes are laser eyes for exposition. He does, yeah. <laughs> and the Russian, yeah. yeah, this Russian dude that can shoot lasers. He can, he's a human projector. He can, <laughs> he can, he can, he can like project his memories into like a three. He's like the R two D two, Princess Leia, basically. He just projects it onto this shiny table for everybody. So the exposition dump that he gives basically shows that this bloodstone, which sits atop of the, this pyramid, is what keeps the crystal at bay and protects the inhabitants and allows them to effectively weaponize that crystal, the crystallization as well. But because the spider is draining the bloodstone's energy, everything's turning to crystal. And they're like, okay, we need to go stop the spider, but the crystals are like raising higher and higher and higher. And the guy explains that uh, there's, they need to restore, like, it just can't handle the emotion of Brock actually having died at this stage because no one mentions it. No, They're straight they moving move on, on immediately. This. They're like, look, there are plenty of other flying giant fish in the universe for as yeah. we well know. They can talk as well. Yeah, We've got that's so much better. Way. It'll be fine. Wait, as they're told, they're told they need to restore the power to the Bloodstone, I put, my note says, Tenor says it's the ring that does it. <laughs> nah, well, you might be close because the Russian dude is like only someone of great courage who has yeah. the touch of a hero that can revive the stone. And Jace like, is immediately like, I'll do it. Yeah, I actually put more courage tests, probably just ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did Sorbos forget about this Russian dude? Like, this is the most elaborate of all of the traps. I really like this episode. Yeah, like, so did got, I. It's got everything. It's got like, real tension. Why is this Russian dude here? He knows everything. <laughs> he expositions how to save the day. Like, what was Sorbos thinking? Well, I mean, he's, he, I guess Sorbos's thought is that he can't get to the Bloodstone to stop it quick enough, and he's got a giant fucking spider there, and even if he does, so, you know, how's he going to fight a giant spider? Because 
obviously Sawboss constantly forgets about this ring. It sort of implies that he brought the spider there. No, he did. Like, like so Sawboss he, did bring the spider there. It is, that he is the heavily there. implied. He the monster mines and vines to the ground level, but he didn't clear out the middle of the pyramid <laughs> where the Russian dude lives with the crazy eyes. They do see a lot of like uh, the inhabitants of the planet crystallized around the place as well on the lower levels. Yeah, like, this guy obviously just gets lucky. So he's just like the one lone survivor. So maybe he just didn't anticipate that one survivor. So they the crystal starts rising and the Russian guy gets captured and they're... they're they're trying to get up to the upper levels, upper levels, and then Gillian dies because Gillian gets crystallized. Yeah. He managed to take off one by one. Yeah. Yeah, he manages to save uh, Jace Herc, yeah. and Herc uh, and everyone. And then as they're going up further, Herc and, like, Herc and Flora get crystallized. God, and you have this genuinely like tender moment where Herc's kind of hugging Flora and being like, it's going to be okay, darling. And He gives her a kiss on yeah. the head and it's just like, no, we'll, we'll be okay. There's a real some, like, father-daughter shit there. This is this is the first episode where you feel like there are actual stakes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because like, Jace looks down and he's like, "All oh, my friends are yeah. crystals." He actually looks down on the pyramid thing. It's just him and Un, which, which means is they're fucked. Just him, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I put this thing for Herc basically and how he dies. He he's in the car with Un, I think. No, he's not in the car with Un. But basically, he's he refers to driving as fancy navigating, <laughs> and then he jumps down a level and just turns into crystal almost straight away. Um, what was I going to uh, mention as well? Like the whole like her kissing, like the little kiss and embrace. It's very much the Han Solo being frozen in carbonite. I love you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Following on with the Star Wars, when Jace is looking down all sad mm, at everybody, yeah. he hears Gilli- uh, Gillian's voice in his head yeah. as well. Being like, you must go on. You must go on without us. Jace and Un start heading up to the next level. They come, the door starts closing and Jace is like, this must be the first test. I'm like, what? This is a falling door. door. Closing door. (laughs) (laughs) Test of the closing door. (laughs) The room starts filling up with water. And they're like, oh, how are we going to get out of this? Wow. Could possibly be the five foot wide hole (laughs) climbing height just over there. On the door note, what I called it was the the test of Indying through a door, as in like Indiana Jones. We already know he can do that because he did that in the earlier episode when they're on the casino planet. He's very good at rolling through doors. So, yeah, and as water is filling that room, like, Jace seems to just forget that Oon can't float. Because <laughs> it's just it's like, like Oon, where are you? And then he's like, oh, he's shit, gonna catch a cold, Jace. God. And then they get to the bouncing bridge. The bouncing bone bridge. No, no, no they do the creepy wood first. The oh, second, God, yeah, the second yeah, yeah. one is the yeah. test of courage, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. They go through a, a, a forest where the trees just fall aggressively, <laughs> roughly in their direction. <laughs> it's so good they just run through it yeah that's it that's the test that's the second test down no third test second test was water yeah so we've door water trees and then the bouncing and then bouncing bone bridge and jace is like like, how am i going to get across this and jace is like easy just watch and does this like perfect 10 point acrobatic flip across (laughs) the bridge he is robin oh my god he's He's also completely forgetting that un falls apart at the slightest bit of jiggling but when soon- he gets the other side, he's like, don't worry, Oon. It's just timing. Like, yeah. like doing doing a leap to the middle of the bridge and then a front flip off the middle of this bridge. It's just, just timing. timing. And then the bridge falls apart. For no apparent reason. As soon as Oon touches it yeah. as well. But then so, he gets to use his magic lens as a pole vault. Uh, well, like they finally finally acknowledging that the po- that the lance is a fo- magic yeah. use is as a pole vault. He gets across, and they start going through. Uh, they start like so yeah, Un pole vaults across, and they start running. And then we get the the final test, 
the test of falling stairs. rocks. <laughs> no, the point of testing stairs. <laughs> this, this is all just a test the of motor yeah, skills. There's the falling rocks throughout the stairs because yeah. as, as they're running up the stairs, the rocks surround Oon and he's like, oh, well, I've got to... Wait. Like, Oon, like, proper bravery at this point. He's like, here, take my magic lantern. <laughs> and he throws it directly, like, pointy at first Jason's face. <laughs> Javelins at him, yeah. And then and then like, just... like, I'd be like, oh, great, a magic lantern. Right? Yeah. Like, it's been so useful We've before. done the pole wall bit, Oon. And then... Uh, he un dies like saluting jace he gets crystallized while saluting jace so jace then gets to the top of obviously passed the test of door water trees bridge stairs <laughs> so my man this kid can really walk generally yeah the test of mobility <laughs> uh, so he gets to the top and basically we he's uh, he's going towards the bloodstone and the spider attacks we get the, and, and and then the spider's head projects Sawboss. <laughs> so this this episode two laughs genuinely two laugh out loud moments and this is one of them. what the fuck like yeah Sawboss's face just appears in the spider's head he's like ah I've got you now you fell for my most elaborate trap like. This would make Doctor No blush in terms of elaborating. And again, elaborate. it's one where so many things had to happen correctly in order for, for it to even begin to work. Jace decided. Jace is like, "Oh, I'm going to fight your spider," and the spider like obviously shoots some web at him and binds him up. And Jace doesn't even ask the ring to do anything. The ring just projects a demon face, which lasers off the webbing on Jace and then shoots at the spider. So. I'm now starting to wonder, is this ring possessed by a demon? And that's the actual power. Yeah, where's the light coming from? Yeah, yeah. it was like it a was a very demonic. Yeah, he had horns and everything. Yeah, it was a really... That, like, but like JC either doesn't notice or it's just cool with this. Because it's like, you see this face and that's that's it. The, Jace doesn't think about it or talk about it. Like, I don't know, I, why am I even saying this? I wonder if it will come into play in another episode. No, no. Because <laughs> of plot progression, yeah? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I guarantee you that that, that use... He'll never be a playing card again. I mean, it's it it's created various forms of bright light. That seems a con- to be a consistent. Because it's a use. disco ball. Like it's created like because there was the episode where it tried to trap Jace and he changed the future yeah. and he used giant Flash bright lights. light flying in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. So light is a definitely a consistent MacGuffin, but the other things like playing cards and cutting down trees and laser discs. Uh, one time things, one time deal. Maybe it is like, it's like, you know how like you get your wishes in a lamp and you, you only get like, cer- you've you got three wishes. Maybe each, like it's got certain, it's got loads of different functionalities, but they've got a certain number of uses. And once you've used that particular functionality, oh, you're out. But well, it doesn't explain why this particular functionality was a demon face. Maybe that, interdimensional demon that Skeletor worked with ended up in the ring somehow. <laughs> that must be it. Callback. Everybody knows that demons uh, beat spiders, right? Yes. Like a natural predator <laughs> of the spider My one demon. weakness, a laser demon. <laughs> so he, Jace then battles the spider a little bit more and the spider just falls off the bridge. The crystal's catching up with Jace and he, he manages to kind of like just get to the bloodstone as he's turned to crystal and he's like, Bloodstone, I freely give my life energy to you. This please. is a weirdly dubious moment where I've sort of I've written like, is this a use of the ring or not? Because he kind of gets caught in the crystal up to his waist and he can't quite reach. He's yeah. like a foot away. And then he sort of is he's not speaking to anybody because everyone's gone, but he's like, give me strength. And then suddenly he's a foot taller. Yeah. Because <laughs> he can actually touch it. Yeah. But he's like, 
how is that possible when he's crystal? He can't yeah. make himself yeah, like, longer. Is this, uh, like, yeah, I, I, it must be ring usage. It must be a ring thing. Because ultimately, yeah. it's not about him having courage. It's about him having a magic ring. It's like the opposite of like, the power was in you all along. Like, no, the power was in the ring. And Jace was just secondary to that. So he reverses the crystallization on, bear in mind, there's thousands of monster minds across this planet. And as soon as they're freed from the crystal, the first thing they do is go, shit, we're defeated, leg it. Yeah, they're literally like, <laughs> we are defeated, run! And, and they just turn tail and, and like, they're out, they're gone. That's it. <laughs> Uh, they could probably easily have conquered this planet now. Just the sheer numbers of them that were on there. So they, they all kind of reu- have like a nice reunion. Everyone's decrystallized. They basically like make some joke about her getting into the, the, the swing of uh, their quest. And he's like, no, no, I just want to get paid. And everyone belly laughs about Herc's <laughs> love of money. <laughs> like, why is she want it in? Mm-hmm. I know. It was a totally unnecessary you know, a whole Herc's episode slam, like, Everybody was showing, like, real, like, depth and character development. And Which then is going to just... completely undo all that progression so we can make more jokes next episode about Flora being a dickhead and Herc being obsessed with money. Yeah, but genuinely, my favorite episode. Yeah, think, yeah totally. That yeah. was my so favorite. So far, it, it, was, it had everything. With them all dropping off one at a time and mm. stuff, like there was good... The spider, I mean, didn't need to explain <laughs> the spider. It was terrifying. When we started watching this episode, I immediately said to Naomi, I, rem- I vividly remember this episode. I remember it from from watching oh, it first yes. time around as a child so i know this is a i knew this was a really strong episode going in definitely the best of the 15 that we've watched so far mm. yeah definitely not to go into spoilers but i now know because I, I, the last episode in the entire series is called final ride at journey's end but it isn't the last episode i now know yeah. why it is called that and i'm not going to spoil it but it's dark oh my god is it has <laughs> it's really dark again? Uh, it's really dark. Spider comes back for a No, revenge. not Spider, but uh, yeah. Uh, you'll see when we get to the end of this series. Uh, only 50-odd episodes to go. Yeah, yeah, we're powering through. <laughs> so I'm genuinely looking forward to it. These five episodes, like four out of five, I think, were really good. Yeah, I think mm. the only... The animation quality was a bit wild. Yeah, I think the, the, the only really heavy. weak one was for me was the Hoth planet the gambling one one, yeah because it just it didn't make a lot of sense it was just kind of all over the shop and it just seemed to be a contrivance to make out that herc is also a gambling addict (laughs) yeah this had some of the best like side characters as well right Mm. like the russian sorcerer dude uh (laughs) space kermit the library was genius yeah Um, like happy trails trails. Happy trails. they really like on the nose fucking like derivative (laughs) characters right but they were they were all good yeah Yeah, definitely so yeah that's been the the next five episodes of jace we'll be back with another five episodes soon not sure what episodes of the protein rambling show are coming up there's going to be another episode of my like uh eating disorder treatment diary because as a recording this i go into treatment tomorrow so that'll be coming out next uh well not next week but that'll be coming out in the near future future. we also came up with another idea for a face-off today while watching jason the wheel warriors which was the monster minds versus big bird killer tomatoes monster minds versus the killer tomatoes yeah attack of the sentient vegetables so i can (laughs) start doing some some research on that and like maybe you can join us for that one (laughs) Oh my god, I love the killer tomatoes. Do you remember the do you mean the cartoon? Yeah, the, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, the cartoon killer tomatoes okay. versus the uh the, the monster mice. I don't want to do the film kill the film because the, there's not really more well, the second killer tomato film, they started to give the tomatoes a bit more character, but I want to do the cartoon version because yeah, we're all about the cartoons. So yeah, we're gonna do a, a monster minds versus killer tomatoes face off as well. I'm gonna watch some weird shit. 
<laughs> so yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, the this episode and the five episode review of Jason the Wheel Warriors, episodes 11 through 15. And we'll be back with episodes 16 to 20 in the next installment of Jace and the Wheel Watch Along. Yay! So until next time, everybody stay safe out there. Don't forget to check out our social media places that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Till next time, lightning strikes. <laughs> lightning strikes. Lightning strikes. <laughs>